Magandang araw po mga kababayan. Ito po ang ika-21 na kabanata ng Usapang Pinoy at Georgia Asian Times Podcast. Ako po si Jane Rowland, ang inyong podcaster. Malapit na po ang Mayo, which is the Asian Pacific Heritage Month. So in this connection, niyaya ko pong mag-guest si Noni Cabana, ang <coughs> excuse me, executive director ng U.S. Ship Teleforo Trinidad Campaign. Ito po yung movement to name a U.S. warship after the only U.S. sailor of a Filipino descent. Ang pangalan po niya ay Telesforo Trinidad. Hindi po ba kay ganda at kay saya kung matupad ito sa API, API Heritage Month? Um, we will learn about this movement and how this movement came about and way where they are now. Uh, with this campaign and why this is important to the Filipino-American community. Pero bago ko po siya imbitahin na sumali sa atin, meron po akong mga anunsyo. Ang una po ay sa May 14th, 2022, there is a summit uh, entitled Cultivating Kapwa Summit, which is sponsored by the Filipino-American National Historical Society. It will be held at Georgia Tech in Atlanta from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. This is a one-day event uh, to promote a greater understanding of the Filipino-American experience and to inspire continued Fili Filipino-American community building. There will be presenters, vendors, breakout sessions, and networking. Sa May 16 po naman, the Filipino-American Chamber of Commerce of Georgia is presenting a seminar on financing your business with a business loan. Ang guest po natin is no other than our own Mr. Benny Santa Romana. And this will be via Zoom at 6 p.m. The Zoom ID is 816-1634-6654, and the passcode is SEMINAR. See you there, and you can also check this out from our website at pacga.org slash events. And sa June 5 po, ang Kalayaan Family Fund Day, please contact Pia Valeriano at piadinavaleriano at gmail.com. This will be at Pickneyville Park Recreation Center at 4758 South Old Peachtree Road in Peachtree Corners, Georgia, 30071. At ngayon po, ako ay magbabalik para, para ipakilala sa inyo ang ating ghost, uh, guest podcaster. Ayan po, mga kababayan, gusto ko pong ipakilala sa inyo ang ating bisitang podcaster na si Noni C. Cabana, who is the founder and executive director of U.S. Ship Telesforo Trinidad Campaign. Noni is a retired senior U.S. military officer, a community leader, and above all, a family man. Um, so welcome, Noni. Thank you, Miss Jane. Thank you so much for, for taking kind introduction. <laughs> thank you for being with us and take thank you for taking the time away from your very busy schedule to be with us. Now the Philip Filipino American community here in Georgia has heard about USTTC but are not really very familiar with it. So it is time that we inform them about this cause. So can you give us some background on how this campaign came about? Of course. Back in October 2020, while lecturing students from uh, Texas A&M San Antonio University during history class, 
I came into an article about Trinidad receiving the Medal of Honor in 1915. Intuitively, I asked the question whether there has been a Navy ship named after a Filipino-American who served in the U.S. Navy, especially a Medal of Honor recipient. To my surprise, there was none 105 years later. So from October to December 2020, I worked with my colleagues to form a 501c3 nonprofit organization dubbed as USTTC approved in January 2021. In so doing, we established legitimacy and our intent is pure to make it happen. So what is the composition of the USSTTC and what is its vision? So our team, we've been very lucky, comprised of serving and retired members of the U.S. Armed Forces. We have admirals, retired admirals, retired generals, as well as community leaders, academics, corporate executives, civic leaders, partners and sponsors, and veterans' families committed to naming a U.S. Navy warship after Trinidad. Now, why is this important to you and to the, the team? Why is it important to name uh, a warship after a Filipino? You know, if you look at our history, Jane, we've served in the U.S. military since early 1900 because of the agreement between the U.S. and the Philippines to recruit uh, Navy people. And they started first with the Insular Force, in which Trinidad was part of it. We feel that naming a combatant ship will send a strong message and signal that America indeed embraces diversity, equity, and inclusion. What a fitting moment, like in your case, Miss Jane, you may have children or grandchildren, nephews, who may serve in the U.S. Navy. Imagine while they are on a cruise or deployed all over the world to see a combatant ship like a destroyer named after USS Telesporo Trinidad. For me, that recognize, recognize one and you recognize thousands. That's true. So... With that, can you give us a background about, because he, for, for us older people, we know some about Telesforo, but for the younger and especially the millennials and especially those who are uh, really interested in getting into the military and service, can you give them a little bit of background who um, Telesforo Trinidad is and what did he do? Well, Telesforo Trinidad really lived in Panayo. He was born in New Washington. Determined to join the U.S. Navy, Miss Jane, mm -hmm. he decided to leave his province and stow away on a ship to go to Cavite. As you know, Cavite has this base called Stanley Point. Right. He feels that if he's going to be in Cavite, his chance of getting selected to the U.S. Navy increases significantly. So eventually he applied for the U.S. Navy and he got accepted mm -hmm. and served as a uh, part of the insular force and served as a fireman second class in the U.S. Navy. 
Okay. So I I believe there was also reading through materials. I believe there was an incident when he uh, saved someone's life. Um, that was the reason for him getting the Medal of Honor. That is a very good question, Miss Jane. While he's on board USS San Diego, it's a cruiser. Back in 1915, January 1915, in the California coast. There were boiler explosions aboard the ship. Trinidad risked his life saving two shipmates during the boiler explosion. He was burned from his face, from his bodies, but did not stop him from rescuing or saving two of his shipmates. As a result of that heroic act, he was recommended for the U.S. Medal of Honor in which it was bestowed in April 1915, making him the only Asian and Filipino descent to this date who received the Medal of Honor in the U.S. Navy 105 years later. Wow. That's amazing. So how many ships have been named after APA Islanders or uh, Asian Americans, or I'm sorry, Asians and um, Pacific Islanders and Native Hawaiians? There are only three ships named after Asian American Pacific Islanders. One DDG or destroyer named after a sailor, Navy Cross, and Silver Star winner. And DDG and USNS, that's U.S. Navy ship. Normally, they are tanker or all ship. Specifically, there are three people that I'm going to mention. First, of Chinese-American descent. American of Chinese descent is U.S. is Rear Admiral Gordon P. Chang-hoon. He was named after USS Chang-hoon, DDG-93, or the destroyer. Most recently, there was a ship commission in honor of Senator Inoue, a Medal of Honor recipient during World War II. And last but not least, is named after Private First Class Herbert K. Pilawa. He is a Korean War Medal of Honor recipient, and he has a Hawaiian background. He too was named after a tanker in his honor. Right, so we so have only three so far out of after AAPI, Asian Pacific American Islander. Great. So we have one of Chinese and Native Hawaiian descent, a Japanese American, and the Korean War Medal of Honor. So yes, it is about time that we get a Filipino, uh, uh, a Filipino there as well. So now, why do you think that? Why should the Honorable Navy? Secretary Carlo Del Toro approved your request. Naming a U.S. warship after Trinidad would be historic. The first ship named after a Filipino-American is in the best interest of our Navy and grateful nation. And the time is right to do this as soon as possible. May is Asian Pacific American Islander Heritage Month And it will be fitting and wonderful for the naming to be announced then. 
Filipinos are proud yet humble people who have served with selfless excellence for over 120 years, contributing to the great legacy of the U.S. Navy in addition to the other services. They have asked for nothing in return. This is an opportunity for the Navy and our nation to recognize this positive contribution. Yes, definitely. Now, I want to ask you, you started this campaign, did you say in 2020? If I remember it correctly. Yes. And yes, yes. how far are you on the campaign and how much support do you have? Who's supporting this? Very good question, Miss Jane. So far, we have reached close to 100 support from our U.S. senators and U.S. congressmen. Most of them work for the Senate Armed Services Committee and House Armed Services Committee. Powerful committees because they fund the U.S. military, including the U.S. Navy. We have reached, uh, we have gotten support from giant veterans advocacy groups, including the veterans of foreign wars, American Legion, and American GI National Forum. In addition to that, we recently received support from NAFA, National Federation of Filipino Associations in America. That's great. And also PNAA, Philippine Nurses Association of America Incorporated, have weighed in and wrote a letter to the President of the United States asking for him to support this initiative. So is that um, how the PhilM community can help? Do, are you uh, requesting PhilM leaders like the ones in Georgia or uh, actually nationwide to write a letter to the president? Or whom should they write yes. their letter of support to? Miss Jane, this, uh, this is all about grassroots support happening at the local, state, and national level. So if you can get mayors, governors, state senators, state representatives, U.S. senators and U.S. congressmen or women, that will form the nucleus of our grassroots support. That's why even we work with the U.S. Philip Society, which comprises of the United States and the Philippines. They are also on board. We even work with a think tank called CINAS, Centers of National American Security, they too also supporting our initiative to name a ship after Telesporto Trinidad. So in a nutshell, in order for you to really get a support, it has to start from the grassroots. Without it, I don't think we can make this thing happen. So what are your activities to get the grassroots uh, supports? Do you have rallies? Do you have um, uh, community So events? what we do is we have rallied the veterans advocacy group, the big Filipino national organizations. If you look at our partners under our website, we have so far over 33 partners ranging from US or Philippines uh, representing us. So it's, it's, it, we are working with the Philippines and the US grassroots support and we're getting it. So we're just hoping now that 
next month will be the Asian Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Hopefully then Secretary Del Toro will name it because if you look at his pattern for the Black History Month, he named a USNS oiler ship for the former Supreme Court target marshal. For the Women History Month in March, Secretary Del Toro named a U.S. Navy oiler in honor of former Supreme Court Justice Ginsburg, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Mm -hmm. So now we're hoping next month is our turn. Hopefully, Secretary Del Honor will give us that honor. Let us cross our fingers then. So before I let you go, I would like to get your um, websites or Please announce your website. That way our listeners can check in and more on more information and find out how they can um, give support. Yes. Our website is very comprehensive and detailed. They can access it through www.usttc.org. Okay. And then they can then find it. Great. That's www.usttc.org. Thank you so much. Yes. I will um, let you go. And uh, please, hopefully, the next time we talk, we already got that wish and um, this has come into fruition. That would be wonderful. That would be very fulfilling. Thank you so much for guesting with us, and we will talk to you soon. Maraming salamat po. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Ms. Jane and Mr. Lee. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Ngayon po, mga kababayan, alam na natin ang movement about USTTC. And aside from the awareness, sana po ay suportahan ang misyon na ito. Katulad po ng sabi ni Noni, it contributes to why we are why we Filipinos matter. So let's make it happen. Send in your support. Make it happen. Make us matter. Yun po. Ngayon naman po, I'm gonna switch gears and ipagpapatuloy po natin yung mga superstitions that many Filipinos still believe in. And this is number six and seven out of nine. So the first one, when you serve pancit, which is our Filipino noodles, when you serve pancit at celebrations, especially birthdays, you don't cut them because this represents long life. While today, many Filipinos may joke about actually believing it is served for long life, it remains a staple in nearly every birthday feast. Yun, wag daw ninyong puputulin yung mga noodles. So you have to swirl it around, don't cut it. <laughs> so the next one, number seven, is respect the elementals. Pinoy folklore is rich with a variety of elementals from giants smoking tobacco to small grumpy old men living in anthills. Stories of these creatures fill the childhoods of many Filipino children, inciting both intrigue and fear. Diba? Pag sinabi nilang, oh, wag kang dadaan sa malaking puno na yan kasi merong higante na nagtatabako. Kailangan kang magsabi ng bari-bari or tabi-tabi po. So, among the most practice is the saying tabi tabi, like I said, and which that means excuse me. Tabi tabi po. And you do that when you're passing through places where elements are likely to dwell, like um, yung ant hills, o kaya yung mga malalaking balita trees, the huge trees. 
And so failure to do so may lead to unexpected sickness that can only be cured by an albularyo. Alala nyo yung Dr. Wakwak, <laughs> yung folk healer. So, but note that um, this reminds me, our closing song is called Baribari. Yun, that's Ilocano of Tabi Tabi Po. And that's the Ilocano, uh, that's, um, excuse me, Tabi uh, Tabi Po means excuse me. So, ngayon naman po, magbibigay ako ng dalawa na salawikain, our Filipino Proverbs, and uh, this is about character and wisdom. First one is, ang karanasan ay mabuting guro. In English, experience is the best teachers. Is the best teacher. This reminds us that life is a series of experiences, a series of learning opportunities. Kung natatandaan ninyo ang sinasabi ng ating mga magulang noon, ayaw mo kasing makinig. Kaya ngayon, ang pinagdadaanan mo na ang nagturo sa'yo. So there you go. Ang, pang, ang pangalawa, ubos-ubos biyaya pagkatapos nakatunganga. So, this in English means spend lavishly and you end up with nothing, staring into space with your mouth open. Ubos means nothing is left. Nakatunganga means being idle. So remember hearing your parents say, Bakit mo inubos ang pera mo? Nakatunganga ka dyan ngayon. <laughs> and the last one I'm gonna give you today is walang nakakasira sa bakal kundi sariling kalawang. In English, nothing destroys iron except its own rust. And this proverb has two meanings. Meanings. One means no one can hurt you as much as those people who know you well such as family members or close friends. The other meaning is, no one can destroy your reputation as much as you can. So, tandaan ninyo yung sinasabi ng ating mga magulang, sisirain ka ng sarili mong kalawang kapag hindi ka nagbago. So, yun po. At sa ngayon, panahon na naman, panahon na naman para magpaalam, Tandaan po ninyo na mag-sign up at tangkilikin ang usapang Pinoy GA at gmail.com. Ang aking pong parting words, never view kindness as a weakness. It takes a lot of strength to be kind in today's selfish world. Hanggang sa muli, paalam muna sa ngayon. Bye. Talebat kami pa'y ayaw ko Pera kami pa'y balabalakan 